What is up, podcast world? Welcome to The Motivated Mind, where we talk about hustle, grind, success, failure, all of those things in my journey and some others along the way. Welcome to episode 97. Thanks so much for listening. It means so much to me. If I've brought you any value, please be sure to leave a review and hit subscribe. Shoot me a DM on Instagram or Facebook. Let me know what you want to hear more of, and please be sure to share the podcast. I can't begin to tell you how much this stuff means to me. Sincerely, thank you. This episode is brought to you by Hashdash. The mission of Hashdash is to utilize cannabis data at scale to offer a broader, fact-based, objective perspective to inform purchasing decisions and to make a more universal language out of cannabis, matching you to the right cannabis products. If you're a cannabis consumer and want to explore their value add and an opportunity to sign up for their free beta release, visit Hashdash.com. Follow them on Facebook and Twitter at Hashdash and on Instagram at Hashdash.com. Before we jump into today's episode, last week I dropped some exciting news. I am now offering one-on-one sessions, one-on-one calls. A lot of you send me some amazing questions and have been asking for this personal interaction for some time. Well, I'm now offering it to add more value. A bunch of you have already sent me DMs and things are starting to fill in. For those of you that are interested, shoot me a DM on Facebook or Instagram. That way we can get you on the schedule. Another fun twist that I'm adding to this, based on the pool of people that book these one-on-one sessions, one-on-one calls, I'm going to be bringing one of you onto an episode, and we are going to discuss your journey and what you learned. For that opportunity, send me a DM on Instagram or Facebook. Let me know if you're interested. Speaking of questions, a common question I get, I'd say very often, how do I turn my passion into a career? About 80% of the workforce, 80%, is working only for the sake of earning a livelihood through their jobs. To me, that statistic is mind-blowing, but it also sounds about right. Many are at a job that they despise, waking up and dragging themselves into something that lacks fulfillment, not pursuing the path of happiness. Most tend to struggle with taking that leap into their passion, and having a cushy paycheck each week. You know, I'm a huge fan of happiness over money every day, but all of that is easier said than done, like anything. So how do you turn your passion into a career? We hear it all the time. How do you evaluate if your passion is a viable option? How do you start? Number one, Use your time wisely. This might seem like an obvious one, but many people do not use their time wisely. How many times have you told yourself or someone else, I'll do it tomorrow, or I I just don't have the time for that right now? The fact is, if you're passionate about something, you'll find the time for it. If it makes you happy, you'll find the time for it. 
Think about it. Imagine what would happen if you told your girlfriend, your boyfriend, your wife, your husband that you don't have the time. This is how this should translate to everyone. It's just not that important to me. If you're passionate about something, you find the time for it. It starts with evaluating your time, your days. How are you currently spending your time? How do you spend your weeks, your mornings, your evenings, your weekends? Let's start with this. There are obviously 24 hours in a day. Let's assume that you have a normal sleeping habit and you sleep the average eight hours per night. You're already down to 16 hours and you probably work or study, you go to school during the week and a normal work day or, or school day is considered to be around eight hours. That cuts the time left down to eight hours. Now, of course, some of that time is sucked up from traveling and whatnot, at least when you are driving into the office or, or to school. And catch this, the average person wastes up to 1.5 hours of working time per day. That's, that's through breaks, chats near the cooler, or getting distracted with social media and whatnot. How are you spending those remaining hours? Let's say you knock off another two to three hours for all of that. That still gives you five to six hours a day. That's a lot of time, especially when you think of it over the course of Monday through Friday. That's 25 to 30 hours a week. That doesn't even account for the weekend. Now, you can start to see that it's not that you don't have enough time. It's that that thing that you think you're passionate about, maybe you're not. Or maybe you need to spend some time reevaluating what matters. By evaluating how you're spending your time, you can practice your passion. Whether that's singing, painting, working on your side hustle... That's the key to turning your passion into a career. And I want to be careful because, you know, there are some items that you, some things that you might be passionate about, but it's going to be a little difficult and obviously welcome that hardship with open arms, but there are some things that just might not be practical. And we'll jump into that further on in this episode, but leveraging your downtime to build and refine and build and refine is a huge aspect to your day-to-day that a lot of people do not look at. Number two, stop charging for it. We have this, this idea that if we are skilled at something, if we work really hard at something, we should automatically be able to monetize it right away. The classic, well, I'm good at this particular thing, so... I should get paid for my services. Let's use art as an example. I had a gentleman reach out to me that was debating quitting his day job and in place selling his art. Great. But at the same time, he was wondering why he couldn't sell his art. Now, I don't have the full picture. I'm not sure how much time he was putting into marketing it going to art shows, posting on different forums or group, networking, and so on and so on. But one thing was clear. He recognized that he had a talent and and beautiful art at that. But the one thing he was missing was factoring in the noisy world we live in. You need to grab attention. 
And the most effective way to grab attention, give it away for free. We have this idea that we should be paid for our services. Yes, you'd be correct. But where you're wrong is that no one knows you from a damn hole in the wall. You need to prove yourself. Whether you're a photographer, just starting a marketing agency, you need to prove yourself. And in most cases, you don't have a track record to show for. No one owes you shit. Now, all of this is actually a good thing. It means you can leverage your creativity. Back to the art story. If he starts DMing, emailing, looking up influencers, or anyone for that matter that has a relevant and sizable audience, sizable could mean more than what he currently has, and sends them free art with a handwritten note, think about the impact. Think about the attention you can grab at scale. Now that's just one example, one small example of about a million out there. The point is that you... We can get so caught up in wanting to get paid, wanting the money because we think we deserve it or that we are worth it, but you're missing the point entirely. You're putting the money first. That's the first mistake. Secondly, you don't need to prove yourself to you in order to scale. You need to prove it to the world. The money up front is irrelevant when you think about the ROI of giving yourself or your passion up for free just to get your name out there. That's when the scaling happens. Before I jump into my next point, let's take a moment to recognize our sponsor, Simply CBD. One of the top CBD companies in the U.S. providing organic, vegan, and third-party tested CBD tinctures, Simply CBD brings you the purest CBD products on the market. Head to their website at simplycbdnow.com and use promo code MOTIVATED for 40% off of your order and follow them on Instagram at simplycbdnow. Number three, develop solid connections. This plays off of my last point. By giving away your skills for free, you make connections beyond their audience that you may be able to leverage. You now have a connection. This can bleed into so many things. Maybe some of these connections become mentors. Maybe some of them pass you more connections. Maybe those connections become a business partner. You know, networking is key. Continuing to play off of the art angle here. Maybe you make some connections in the art community. Think about how powerful it is to network within the circle of your passion. You never, never know where these connections will lead. Every time, they will turn into something. I guarantee it might not be in five months. It might not be in two weeks or two years, but they will develop into something. At the very least, you're able to bounce ideas off of these connections or you get ideas from these connections and you learn a thing or two from these connections. Number four, refine. I'm not sure that I know one business out there that has not changed its model in comparison to their day one. It's called growing, adapting. 
I gave a, a great example of this in my last episode with Netflix and how much their model has changed since their inception. You will continue to go through periods of adjustments. And it's critical that you don't get hung up on that. Sometimes it's not 100% clear how your passion could turn into a career, but it might be a particular aspect of your passion that you can monetize down the road. For example, you might be extremely passionate about art, but maybe it's not so much about producing the actual art, whether you know, deep down inside, it's not so much the art, or you find out that it's going to be a little more than I really wanted to take on, which is fine. Maybe it's opening up an art gallery. Maybe it's doing monthly digital art shows on Zoom with multiple artists. Maybe it's making fancy art brushes that are handmade out of bamboo or something. Look beyond the surface. Think outside of the box. Number five, accept criticism. Sometimes we shy away from people critiquing our work or what we're doing. Trust me, I've mentioned a number of times the voices of those that doubt us, that say we can't, or that you won't be able to achieve what you're setting out to do. But what I'm talking about here is receiving actual feedback, constructive feedback, one of the, the most common paths we veer down is looking towards our friends or our family for advice or feedback. The trouble with that is that there's bias. You, you get looking in those directions and you're looking for feedback from the people that are normally keeping you safe. Are you looking for honest feedback? Because if you are, you might want to look towards those new connections for honest feedback. Friends and family tend to give you the nice, the kind answers. Hearing the truth is not a bad thing. The first place most people go is into defense mode, right? It's our natural instinct. But if someone is giving you honest feedback on your art, your business plan, your prototype, whatever your passion is, take it to heart. Understand that that feedback will help to accelerate you to another level. Even open your eyes to something you didn't want to realize or something you actually weren't aware of. There is a lesson in everything. I watched an interview a bit back with Elon Musk. I believe it was a, a clip from 60 Minutes. And he was asked about the criticism he faced from Neil Armstrong and Gene Cernan. Two of the heroes that actually did not approve of his space commercialization. And in the interview, you could see the crushing blow of someone asking out loud, what do you think about your heroes disapproving of this? Obviously, a super hard hit. But what you don't see in the interview is how he most likely used this as fuel. Knowing that they're, they were probably coming from a good place, he obviously continues to push forward. The comments may have even made him pay attention to safety more. Who knows? The point is that growth comes with these challenges. There will be those that enter into your path to just say that you can't do that thing. And there will be those that come along to ask, to challenge. That's how we step up our game. Surrounding yourself with a circle that challenges you each day 
is priceless. It should feel like work. It should drain you. If it isn't hard, you're doing something wrong. And hard doesn't mean you're not having fun. Hard means you're gaining. Don't ever confuse the two. Each week, I'm doing a shout-out of either a DM I've received, a mention, a review, a question. The thought in this segment is to show each of you how so many others are, are going through the same struggles, pushing for the same things, looking for something more out of life. But more importantly, they're doing it. They're striving for more out of life. This week's shout-out is by Drea on Facebook. Hey, I just wanted to say that I've been listening to your podcast for a while now, and it pushed me to finally switch my major to microbiology. After so many years, I've always wanted to do it, but I didn't think I was smart enough. I thought I was too deep into my old major to start over, and I thought it would look bad to be graduating years later than everyone else. I was scared to take the leap, but now I couldn't be happier and more motivated to work towards my future. Thank you. This is amazing. It is, we should never doubt ourselves because of what other people think about us. Think about the perspective they have in reference to the perspective that you have. You have something that other people might never have. That's context. You've been with you since day one. Nobody knows on an intimate level your childhood. Nobody knows on an intimate level your relationships or your personal life at home, the things that you've gone through. So nobody has the ability to critique you and judge you because they are missing something massive from the equation. Contacts. So anytime you feel judgment, judgment is cast your way, you've got to shrug it off. You've got to shut it down. You've got to become extremely silent in your head because what he or she is saying about you or judging you could be coming from a very dark place on their end. And I think one of the immediate places we go to, as I mentioned earlier, is to this defense mode, right? protecting ourselves from being hurt. We automatically get angry at the other person. But what we don't realize is there's a little hip- there's a little thing going on right there where you are judging someone else off of them judging you. But what you don't have as well is that context. The the best thing to do is just shut it down. Become extremely quiet in your own head and focus on your goals and your happiness. And at the end of the day, you should be able to rest your head on your pillow and sleep tight at night knowing that what you are doing is for you. It is for your happiness. And that is the most important thing. For an opportunity to be on next week's shout-out, send me a DM on Facebook or Instagram. Leave a review on the podcast, an honest review. You might be the next shout-out. Thanks so much for listening. If you haven't subscribed to this podcast, please do so. That way you don't miss any new episodes. And for a closer look into my journey and more motivational content, Please be sure to like my page on Facebook at The Motivated Mind Podcast. Follow me on Instagram at The Motivated underscore Mind. I've got a lot more to share. I love you all, and thanks so much for listening. 